Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 12. Tonight, to open our service, Hebrews chapter 12, where we can tie in the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ with His shed blood for our sins and our worship of Him. It's a passage I believe I referred to twice this morning and quoted some of it, but let's read a few of these verses. Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 22. I'll read them to you. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escaped not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth. But now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire." This is a reminder to the Hebrews of the new kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ based on the new covenant. And we have a description in verses 22 through 24 that's rather extensive in all the features and characters, characteristics of that great kingdom. That it's the general assembly, not the local assembly of a local church like ours, but the general assembly of all his saints in heaven. And it goes on to describe it as being Mount Zion that is the true Mount Zion in God's sight. Not the one on earth, but the one in heaven. That the Jerusalem is the heavenly Jerusalem, not the earthly one. And that the blood is not the blood of Abel, nor the blood of Moses, but the blood of sprinkling, which was applied to us by the electing foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 1-2 It goes on to to warn us in verse 25, and especially those Hebrews, See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. Because it's the Lord Jesus Christ speaking from heaven under the new covenant. And the warning is, they did not escape who refused Moses, who spoke under the old covenant. And how much less shall a person escape if they refuse Jesus Christ who speaks under the new covenant and speaks from heaven. And then we have that prophecy of Haggai in verses 26 and 27 about God shaking the heavens and the earth so that the only things that are left are the permanent way of worshiping God. And Paul here is not saying that there is a shaking of heaven and earth yet coming. He's just quoting Haggai, who prophesied of that 400 years before the New Testament. Because when the apostles came during that time of Reformation, that's when God shook the heavens and the earth 
in a figurative, spiritual, religious way so that all the dust, the beggarly elements of the Old Testament floated away and what was left was permanent. That's why the 28th verse is wherefore. Based on that shaking that got rid of all the temporal items, we have the permanent things remaining. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved. The kingdom we have, our king on Mount Zion, our general assembly, it's based on something that's going to last forever because it's the New Testament and we're going to take this one right on into heaven where we're going to be worshiping Jesus, the Son of God. And let us have grace tonight, and that is to take the grace that God's given us, whereby we may serve Him acceptably with reverence and godly fear.